Blog Talk Radio. All right. If it's smooth jazz, then the jazz queen is talking about it on Talking Smooth Jazz. Your place for all things smooth. With the smoothest show on the internet radio, your host, the jazz queen. Hello and welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. It's Sunday, May 6, 2018. My name is Terry, a.k.a. the Jazz Queen. Welcome to the show. If you would like to join us in the chat room, please go to TalkingSmoothJazz.com. Scroll down to the Fan Draws picture and click on that. That will bring you into the chat room. The phone number is 646-716-5485. The Van Dross Family Estate and the National Diabetes Nonprofit Organization Divabetic presents Vandross Festival, celebrating the musical legacy of Luther Vandross and raising awareness for the prevention of diabetes health-related complications. Joining me are Max Zadek, a.k.a. Mr. Divabetic, and Executive Director of Divabetic, and Luther historian Leon Petrosian. Welcome, fellas. Hey, thank Hello. you, Terry. Hello, for having us on. Hello. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. All right. So, Max, I'm going to start with you. Um, tell us about this inaugural event. Well, I'm so excited. Thanks for having me on the show today, Terry. Uh, Fandross sure. Festival is a four-day celebration in New York City from May 10th to May 13th, celebrating the musical legacy of Luther Vandross. So on Thursday, May 10th at the Sugar Bar, we're going to have our kickoff party featuring a lot of Luther's former singers uh, and musicians, because I thought the best way to celebrate Luther is with the people who created the music. So mm-hmm. Alpha Anderson's going to host that event. Nat Adderley Jr. is going to be the musical director. And mm-hmm. Ivan Hampton, Luther's drummer, Cindy Mizell, Brenda White King, Robin Clark, Fonzie Thornton, and several other people, including uh, Dennis Collins, are all going to be a part of that event. And we're going to be... Um, playing, they're going to be performing songs that most of the fans uh, know, but they're just not the most common choices. So we're going to talk a little bit about Luther's work with Sheik and all the background arrangements he did for them. We're going to talk, we're going to showcase the song from The Wiz, Everybody Rejoice, A Brand New Day, and kind of look at some of the other things Luther did for fans so they could get a taste of just how big his legacy is. And then on Friday, we're going to see Grammy Award-winning artist uh, Lisa Fisher and her band, The Grand Baton, at the Blue Note in New York City. And after that 8 p.m. show, we're going to have a meet-and-greet with Lisa Fisher in her dressing room so she could meet the fans. And then Saturday is a big festival, May 12th at SVA Theater. Uh, The family put together, the Vandross Family Estate put together this wonderful film presentation featuring most of Luther's most iconic performances, whether they were on TV shows like Soul Train with Cheryl uh, Lynn or at Royal Albert Hall with Mariah Carey or award shows where he's saying House is Not a Home to Dionne Warwick. That's all going to be presented on the big screen in Dolby Sound. And Mm -hmm. I'm creating a costume exhibit with memorabilia as you walk in. We'll also have a a Luther listener lounge featuring new new music, and then after, new remixes to some of your favorite songs, I should say. Now the fans will start calling in. But And then afterwards, we'll have a panel discussion 
with uh, I'll be hosting that, and the audience will be able to ask questions of um, several of the singers. And then Pat Lacey, who was in our one of the vocalists, is going to do a vocal demonstration. So if people always wanted to be a Luther background singer, now will be their chance to see how they could do it. Wow. <laughs> and oh, that is awesome. I, I know. And yeah. then Sunday, the final event is a brunch, and it's 80s music and fashion brunch um, at Casa del Femme. My good friend who's worked with me for a long time with Diva Betty, Catherine Schuler, and I are going to host this event. And this will have more live performances from a lot of the fans. Plus, we'll have an 80s fashion show and dress auction uh, benefiting mm-hmm. Diva Betic. And then I'll also be talking to Dr. Beverly Adler. She's a certified diabetes educator, psychologist who's living with type 1 diabetes. And we'll be talking primarily about what Diva Betic focuses on, which is kind of sparking um, confidence in people to be able to manage their care. So we're, we'll be mm-hmm. talking about how, you, if you've given up or lost hope or feel burnt out, how you could kind of reactivate that inner diva or dude in you to start managing your diabetes. Mm. Oh my gosh, this sounds like a, <laughs> such a great event. Max, t- talk a little bit about how you um, came to know Luther and worked with him. I'm actually celebrating my 25th anniversary. I started on the Never Let Me Go tour in 1993. um, It's kicked off in Minneapolis, and I'll never forget the first time I met him. Uh, I walked into the darkened arena, and I heard the music blaring and a song playing, and all of a sudden the song would stop, and uh, I would hear this voice say, nah, I want to go back a couple bars and try that again. And then the music would kick up and Lisa and Kevin and Ava Fisher, a- a- Ava Cherry were on the stage doing choreography and the lights were going because it was the big show. And then it would stop again. And I'd hear this voice say, Oh, I want to adjust those lights. I don't like that color. We need more blue in it. And then the song would kick up again and it just went on. And I, I kept waiting to find out like, who who are all these people, you know? And so mm-hmm. when the lights turned up, I was expecting to find the choreographer, the lighting designer, the musical director, the director, and also the DJ or whoever was playing that song. And I looked in the audience and it was one person and it was Luther Vandross. And I realized in an instant that he had been singing all of that too. And it sounded as good as the record. And it just kind of blew me away that one person had, that ability to just do that. And I think I continue to work with him because he just had so much passion for putting on a show and mm-hmm. really entertaining people. And, and I think after the stroke, I became very aware that, you know, spending your life really making people happy, creating moments that they remember forever, uh, I think is inc- incredible. And uh, I was really thrilled to be part of that legacy. And I'm so glad that people keep coming back to his music and celebrating that. Oh, awesome. Now, who approached whom in terms of planning this event um, for uh, the Vandross Fest? Did you, did you and your organization approach the, fan, the estate or did they approach you? No, I approached them. Um, a couple of things were in play. One was, you know, we had a small gathering. The family estate always has like a small gathering every year around his birthday or the anniversary mm-hmm. of his passing. And so I went to that and I definitely felt like something had finally changed. It had kind of shifted in me because I I was the one who found him after the stroke. I stayed on mm. and became his full-time caregiver 
until his death in 2005. And I think it was just haunted by a lot of those memories as well as regrets, but just, there was so much going on. I think it was like post-traumatic syndrome for me. And so Mm -hmm. that happened. And then I hosted a podcast, my annual tribute to Luther. And on Mm -hmm. that show, Leon appeared on that show and um, several of the vocalists appeared on the show. And I, I kind of hung up after that, uh, finished that podcast. And I just thought, wow, I'm really kind of in a unique situation where I know the family I know the former vocalists and, and band members. I know the friends and I know the fans because I've been meeting yeah. the fans since I started Divabetic. So I had, I was in touch with them as well. So I felt like maybe I'm the one to do it. And then personally, uh, my father passed last year. And I think I just kind of realized that um, some things aren't always going to be there for you and you better mm-hmm. take the opportunity while you have it right now. So I just really wanted to say thank you to everybody for giving me, you know, making my dreams come true. I was a kid from Rochester, New York. I wanted, you know, I loved theater, wanted to get involved. I had no idea I would ever, I I was a huge Luther fan. I never thought in a million years I would ever work for him, let alone uh, as long as I did and travel around the world. So I was just really wanted to say thank you and, and, and um, celebrate him and, and remember him because, you know, my memories are fading too. So I just kind of wanted to take a minute and um, do it the best way I knew how. So I reached out to Savita Williams from the family estate and then Fonzie uh, Thornton. And then, I, of course, I reached out to Leon and the fans to see what their interest would be. And then I reached out to the former vocalists and singers. And, and then I started putting it together from there, just wanting to make sure that if we did it, we would, did it with 100% authenticity and gave the fans that opportunity to really connect with the people who made the music with Luther. Oh, that's awesome. Four days of Luther Vandross. Wow. That's going to be I so know. I'm good. already tired. And, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. When I saw this, um, the fashion show on the lineup, I immediately thought of the song Shine. Um, because the video that was done for that song was were of kids playing, I believe, on the on the sidewalk in front of a building, and I thought this song would be perfect for a fashion show video with full size models, with African American fashion designers, and it would have been that song fits a fashion show to me. So that would have been a perfect video for that. So when I saw I'm that, I'm going to have to use that. I love it. Great yeah. idea, Terry. Great idea. Yeah, that would be perfect. Yeah, that's that's. When I saw that, I was like, that's, that's what Shine is all about. It's, for me, it's about a fashion show. So yeah, that's Well, perfect. and I love that fashion show element has always been a part of Divabetic. I've been, uh, this is the nonprofit I created in Luther's honor. It started like as a t-shirt idea in 2003 and kind of expanded and, and uh, to a full-fledged nonprofit giving outreach. Mm-hmm. But one of the core things that we do are the fashion shows because of the word you just said, shine. You know, so many people mm-hmm. feel with diabetes, there's a lot of shame and blame associated with it. They don't want to get help or they're too afraid to ask. And I really feel like until you love yourself, you can't take care of your health. So everything we kind of do is just to get people to feel more confident in themselves in mm-hmm. order to feel confident about their care. And the big message to me too is Managing your diabetes is a lot like performing live music. You need to band together to get the greatest sound. So the fuller mm-hmm. that sound, the more singers and musicians you have, the better a show it is. And the same thing holds true for managing your diabetes. 
you could do it alone, but it's much better to involve a lot of people in your care, not just health professionals like your general practitioner, but also you might want to see a therapist. You want, might, might want to go to a nutritionist, and you might want to have a fitness buddy or a coworker who understands what the highs and lows are who could help you if something happens. I mean, my experience was I didn't really know that much about diabetes when that happened. I certainly didn't know anything about stroke, and Luther's stroke was related to his type 2 diabetes. And, you know, that was a real mistake, and it became problematic, and I felt very regretful. And so that's why I try to educate people to kind of open up and talk more openly about living with diabetes. Mm, okay. So now um, what tickets are still available and what's sold out? <laughs> well, I think the kickoff party is completely sold out at this point because uh, they're even getting mad at me at the sugar bar. Um, for (laughs) adding people to the wait list. And then the VIP meet and greet with Lisa Fisher is sold out. But the good news is the Bandross Festival on Saturday, May 12th at SBA Theater, which is on West 23rd, tickets are still available for that, limited tickets. And then there's limited tickets still available for the Sunday brunch, which is May 13th, which is also Mother's Day. So it's a great opportunity to celebrate the, the women in your life. Exactly, exactly. And you can find out everything on, all those tickets are at eventbrite.com or on my website at divabetic.org, which is diabetic with a V for Bandross, makes it divabetic.org. Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> all right, so Leon Petrosian is our Luther historian. He knows all about Luther's music, and um, so I asked him to come on today as well. Now, Leon, you told me before the show started that you, were, unfortunately, are not going to be able to attend the Sandros Fest, but um, what is your, what are your thoughts about it? Oh, I just, I love the idea right away um, when Max first told me, and I just, I just, deep, deep in my gut, I, I knew it was going to be a big success, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's too bad you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to be there, and I'm gonna be traveling, so I won't yeah. I yeah. won't be there either. Um, I would have loved to have been there for that. So yeah, um, yeah. wow, that's that's well, awesome. we're hoping uh, for next year. We'll see if we can do it next year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm hoping. Yeah. yeah, I'm hoping that too, because I would love to be able to attend one. Now, Max, yeah. um, I, I, I've been wondering about something for a while. Um, the label released a compilation CD a couple of years ago, but I just find it hard to believe that there is not any unreleased music out there that Luther's done, and you know they have not just released a new CD of of original music from Luther. Have you heard anything about that? All I've heard, and I mean anyone who really knew Luther knew he was you know he was really micromanaging every aspect of his career. He didn't really want to leave any music out there that he did not. If he wanted it, he released it. I've heard okay. through the grapevine, and I, you know, I don't want people to, uh, I don't want to leave, give anyone false hope, but I have heard that there are a couple songs out there that they're looking at, figuring a way to fully produce and bring back. But as far as I'm known, I've known from the very beginning, everyone has said to me that uh, no. He had total control over the masters and everything, and he did not leave um, unreleased music. Wow. Which I think well, is unfortunate, know- too, because yeah. there's so many songs I would love. I mean, I would, 
it's incredible to keep hearing his music, first of all. I think that's such a, a wonderful tribute. But you do long to hear his voice on new music, too. Yeah, yes. And when the Ultimate Luther Vandross collection was released, the song Shine was on that, is on that. And that was the first time I had heard that song. And so that made yeah, me think. Yeah, I think that was, that was like an, uh, that was like a bonus track. And, and Leon would know. I think it was a bonus track on one of the J Records international release. Right, Leon? Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. So it first came um, out, it first came out like overseas. Like there's some really hot remixes of Power of Love that were done in the late 90s that were really released internationally didn't really get the u.s market that you know people could rediscover now but those were done like in the late he re-sang that song for uh you know some really kind of great dance anthems okay so max what can you tell me about shine um i'm sorry um leon recorded oh oh, yeah i was like i don't know if i could tell you much probably leon could oh you know honestly honestly yeah, honestly, I don't know a whole lot about Shine either. Um, that's okay. Those were the two songs I really I know they included that. Uh, it's Shine and Got You Home, that was included in that um, mm-hmm. you know that compilation CD. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would assume that was um, you know songs from his first J Records. I mean, I guess around that period. When yeah, was I that? mean, what was interesting about that time, it was right after two, it was like right in the beginning of the 2000s. So what was, yeah. to oh, me, wow. what's interesting about the J Records album is the fact that we had this lull in his career when he released the Virgin album that no one ever heard because he was signed to a big Virgin. He left, he finally left Epic Records and signed to the Virgin, like right, I think 1998. And he was supposed to have full um, support from the label going forward. But then the CEO at the time quit. And so his project became less and less a priority. And so then uh, we went over to Clive Davis at J Records, who he had worked with because he had done all that music for Aretha from Jump To It to Get It Right. And, And Clive was starting his own record label, J Records. And at the same time, I just think there was that little bit of a dip in his career made Luther kind of uh, take the best parts of what he had done before and bring them forward into the new sound of music and working with new collaborators. And I, I think like Shine and a lot of like Take You Out and I'd Rather and some songs that people uh, are really popular with people today, that all came out of this era out of J Records. And so Shine to me just shows again, like, where his creativity was going. It was like a new direction in the sound again. And I think it was, it was yeah. an exciting moment, you know, and then right before, you know, 2003 was when we released dance with my father. And that's mm-hmm. right before the releases when he had the stroke. So that, that all that music was just kind of coming out of this really high point creatively. We recorded the live at radio city music hall at the same time. We had done that show in February because that was a tradition. So, there's just a lot of uh, a wonderful moment I think in his career happening right there from 2000 to 2003. Oh, okay. All right. Now, <clears throat> Max, you mentioned dance with my father. I see here that there is a live tango tribute um, dan- to that. Tell me about that. Well, I really don't want anyone to sing that song except Luther Vandross. I feel so much okay. in that way. So yeah. I thought that it would be, I, I thought it would, yeah. you know, I mean, you want to hear him sing it. I, I don't want, and yeah. I think some people probably could do a, a brilliant version of it. There's mm-hmm. no disrespect to singers out there. 
But I just, yeah. for me personally, I wanted to, I did want to hear that song, and I thought there could be a, a different way to do it. So we met these uh, phenomenal dancers, who, and they, they were willing to kind of uh, create a dance to it, which I think will be really impactful, because a lot of people do dance to that song, especially at weddings. So I thought this would be kind of an interesting way to uh, honor Luther and have him be part of the celebration as well. Okay, okay. Now, will there be any videos of this that you, that will be available afterwards for people to see? Well, Goodbye. Uh, Leon has been twisting my arm that I'm supposed to be shooting video at every event, so I have to do that yes. for Leon. I guess if I do it for <laughs> Leon, I have to do it for everyone. I think yeah. we'll be. I'm going to try to take some uh, limited. Obviously, yeah. we're going to shoot some things and share them with everyone afterwards because I have to tell you, I mean, this is a very small idea about bringing a podcast to life, and it and I never really dawned on me what the impact would have on me, and it's just been like such a family reunion for me to con- connect with so many of the vocalists and band, traveling out to be a part of it, coming to share their stories, so many fans coming out and saying, uh, telling us the shows they saw, reaching out to us through Facebook and other social media to kind of just uh, say how thankful they are. So, you know, obviously I want to make sure that we share that joy with everyone over the weekend, especially if they can't be be there like the two of you. I know. It's a bummer, right, Leon? It's just a bummer. <laughs> yeah. And don't forget, we're they're also celebrating the 35th anniversary release of Busybody. So don't forget that. <laughs> ah, 30 That's right. Years. That's a great album. Because Dan yeah. Adderley is going to perform a new version of Superstar at the kickoff party. Oh, wow. So Nat, wow. uh, you know, Busybody has the um, until you let um, until you come back. What is it? Until the medley of Superstar with until you come back, to, come me, back yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. And so Nat Adderley Jr. is going to has a new version. He's going to debut at our kickoff party. Oh man, cool. I'm so sorry. I'm <laughs> going to miss this. I'm so sorry. Well, you know, Tara, wow. I have to say thank you to two, to you, too, because you've helped continue yeah. the legacy all these years, too. I mean, I think you've yeah. been such an incredible ambassador in making sure that people not only remember Luther, but also see what he accomplished in his lifetime. I mean, he, his history and his story is so unique to that time of coming up, yeah. singing at the Apollo Theater and the youth group, Listen, My Brother, you know, uh, creating his own uh, bands like Leon could tell you in the cotillion years, having to finance mm-hmm. his own demo in order to get signed mm-hmm. to ultimately get mm-hmm. signed to Epic. And then, you know, having worked with all these incredible musicians like David Bowie, Bette Midler, Cher, I mean, people you don't even think about and, mm-hmm. and really being pigeonholed at one point in his career with his sound, when in actuality, his voice had been singing jingle, uh, jingles around uh, the country to everyone. He had performed on, hard rock songs to rock and roll and, you know, ultimately uh, I think coming to a peak with Dance With My Father and finally having that number one album that he longed for with the release of that album. So, and it's incredible to show the determination, the artistry uh, and the the thing I, I always really loved about him because, you know, when you support an artist uh, if they're nervous, you're nervous. So, you know, some artists that I've worked with, because I started in theater and worked in theater several years before I worked for Luther, uh, they're timid and on show days they get nervous. I worked for this one woman who was a singer who didn't talk and she would write you notes on show day and it was just a ridiculous experience. But Luther, 
was just so confident in his ability that a show day was a normal day. And I think it just made brought out the best in everyone because you weren't walking around in pins and needles. You just kind of <clears throat> came in and did the work to help create that sound and allow him to do his best work too. Had, mm-hmm. had he been nervous or canceled shows or had us run, you know, then we, the rest of us behind him supporting him, I think would have been the same way. So I think, you know, one of the great things I take away from it was his ability to be confident in his performance and just watching mm-hmm. that fluidity from stage to backstage and how comfortable he was sharing his talent. I hope people take that away too, because I think sometimes in entertainment, we get caught up in having to create these rituals and these things have to be right superstitions in order to put on our best show. And he really proved that you could do it, you know, that a show day, yeah. you could still give your best performance, but you don't have to drive yourself crazy trying to achieve it. Yeah. Yeah. Have either of you read Kevin's book? So amazing. Oh yeah, I have. Yeah. That's a great yeah. book. It's a good book. Lots of good I pictures too. To- I, I read parts of it when he was coming out, whether I never read the whole thing. I got up to the last chapter and I couldn't finish it. I started crying. And to, to this oh. day, I have not finished that book. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't get through that last chapter <laughs> about the funeral and all that. I couldn't get through that. I didn't yeah. read that. Yeah. So I have Well, you know, I think the other thing about <laughs> the thing about that that's so interesting, too, is that he shared a dressing room with Luther all those years. Yeah. So even, you know, yeah. Luther's biggest thing, biggest moment where most uh, stars like that have their own dressing room and it's completely mm-hmm. in another area and it's locked off from everyone. He was sharing a dressing room with Kevin Owens. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. he was yeah. just kind of amazing like that. You know what I mean? And he yeah. was very respectful of Kevin's friends coming to see him and things like that. I mean, it wasn't like Kevin, you know, they were, he just treated Kevin like an equal. I just, the, lots of yeah. things like that I admire that I think people don't really realize about Luther was he really mm-hmm. was a team player in many ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Max, I know that you are short on time, so I'm not going to keep you. Is there anything else you want the listeners to know about the Fan Dross Fest? Well, I hope uh, if they can come up, come out, I hope they do come out. Uh, again, it's May 10th through 13th in New York City. And uh, if if you can't come out, please let us know that you wanted to be there so that we could come back next year and put on another yeah. celebration. And, and thank you, Terry. And, and Leon, you know how much I appreciate everything you've done for the legacy. So thank you both for this opportunity today. Thank oh, yeah. You, thanks, Max. Max. Yeah, thanks and for thank everything you, you've done, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was getting ready to say the same thing yeah. to you and yeah. uh, the Vandross um, Estate for putting on this event. And uh, we just hope that it's a, an annual event and it just continues and grows and grows. So thank you for that. Yeah. You're welcome. Have a good day. You too. Uh, Bye. All right. That was uh, Max Zayat, Mr. <laughs> Diabetic. He is also the yeah. executive director of divabetic.org. Um, so if you'd like more information on the Vandross Fest 2018, um, definitely check that out. You can find more information on, at divabetic.org uh, as well. Tickets are available yeah. on eventbrite.com. So, oh, this is just, I, I'm so sad that we're going to miss this. I am so sad. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah me too. So sad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Miss Wanda, Miss Wanda, how are you? I'm good, Miss Cherry. How are you today? Good, good. Now, listen, Wanda, are you going to this Fandross Fest? Honey, I wish I could, but I will be in North Carolina next weekend. Uh, oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. I have been 
I was a fan of Luther Vandross when he sang with change. Mm-hmm. Me too. The yeah. glow of love and searching. Yeah. And when he came out with his his own solo album, we were all over that. Yeah. All over it. Yeah, and change was I the first also, time I heard him about him too. Mm-hmm. And I am also a diabetic since since two thousand one. Mm. So I can I can relate to the diabetic portion, you know, the changes you go through. You have to change your lifestyle. You got to exercise, change your diet. Got to get you a coach. Yeah. You got to you have to you have to kind of rearrange your life. But I'm but I'm I'm doing very well. I'm I'm able to do it. I enjoy my yeah. music, and I was I had my own banjos. Festival the other day, I listened to Luther Vangelis all day. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. And one of my favorite, well, you know, my favorite, one of my favorite albums is Busybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that, I, I, and I'm glad they're gonna do um, an anniversary release, and I will be sure I get that. Mm-hmm. Thirty really years, I can't I believe could, it. Oh, I, I know. I really do wish. I could be there. I remember in 2005, the day that he passed, um, my sisters came to visit me for that weekend. And it was very sad for us because we loved Luther Vandross. We just loved oh, yeah. his voice, yeah. his music. And every time you heard that he had a new album coming out, you would run and get it. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's true, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and another one of the albums I fell in love with, The Night I Fell in Love, I just love that one. Or anything anything by Luther, his Christmas album. Mm-hmm. Luther Vanshaw yeah. was, was like a icon in the 80s. Yeah. His voice was just very overwhelming to me. I've always said that Nobody does, even to this day, to me, nobody does ballads and love songs yeah. like Luther. Nobody. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna hold you. I just want to say hello. I just, I just remember Luther always talking about Fonzie Thornton and Cindy Mazel, Tawasa Ag, Lisa Fisher. Matter of fact, Lisa Fisher comes to. Blues Alley sometimes here in D.C. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. I really do wish I could be at that festival. I would just, I would just be overwhelmed. But I really do wish I could be there. I really do. Yeah, you and me both. You and me both. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to say goodbye. Um, All right. Well, not goodbye, but talk to you later. I just okay. wanted to chime in because I was a great, big fan of Luther Vandross. Yes, we all were. We all were. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for calling. Thank you so much. Well, you're quite welcome. I'll talk with you later, Miss Terry. All righty. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. See Bye. Bye-bye. I want to make a correction on what I just said. Um, to me, nobody does. Yeah. Uh, Luther was, was the best at doing ballads and remakes. Yeah. Nobody does ballads right. and remakes like Luther. He yeah. would do a remake and yeah. just Knock yeah. it out the park. I mean, oh, yeah. he was the best That's at true, that. That's true, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. best. So, 
Well, Leon, anything you want to add? Nah, that's it. Yeah, just uh, okay. just hopefully everybody, you know, come out and hopefully there'll be some uh, tickets still left for the for the SVA theater. And uh, I know there's a few left for uh, Blue, uh, Lisa Fisher and Blue Note, and then the fashion shows. So hopefully that'll that'll all sell out right before, you know. Yeah, yeah. All right. So again, this Vandross Fest at 2018 is May 10th through the 13th in New York. Tickets are available on Eventbrite.com. So definitely check that out. Um, Thursday sold out. Friday is sold out. So you can. Check out uh, May, Saturday, May 12th, the festival itself, and then Sunday, May 13th, the brunch and fashion show, and everything else that's going along with it that day. So go to eventbrite.com and get your tickets. Um, the Saturday festival is only $10. The brunch and the fashion show is $45. So that's not, not bad at all. Uh, so definitely mm-hmm. check that mm-hmm. out. All right, Leon, thank you. I appreciate you calling in. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Terry. Thanks, thanks for everything you're doing, too. Yeah. Well, thank you. So uh, I am going to close the show with Shine, the song that I uh, think a fashion show video should have been done. Yeah. With. yeah. <laughs> Perfect for a fashion show. <laughs> so it's Shine, and this is from Luther's, the Ultimate Luther Vandross Collection. Uh, Joe yeah. from Germany, thank you again for hanging out. I appreciate you as always. You've been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz with your host, the Jazz Queen, and I look forward to Talking Smooth Jazz with you again next time. Here is Shine. Thanks, Leon. Uh, you welcome. Thank you, Terry. Keep showing me moves that are blazing Cause you're teasing my imagination Don't believe I 
Thank you for listening to Talking Smooth Jazz. Follow the Jazz Queen on Twitter at Jazz underscore Queen, on Facebook and Instagram at Talking Smooth Jazz, and visit the website TalkingSmoothJazz.com.